0: Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Public libraries look alive. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a historical measure into law yesterday. Illinois has become the first state in the U.S. to withhold state grant funding from public libraries if they ban books. The law requires public and school libraries to adhere to the American Library Association's Bill of Rights, which says, among other things, that, quote, materials should not be prescribed or removed because of partisan or doctrinal disapproval. Illinois Secretary of State Alexi Genulius oversees library grants. He says this is the time to take a stand. We are reaching the point where hate speech is protected, but the simple act of reading a book is a restricted right. It's honestly hard and deeply disheartening to figure out how we got to this point. The measure got no support from Republican lawmakers. They said it removes local control from duly elected library boards. The new law takes effect January 1st. So far during this migrant situation in Chicago, there hasn't really been enough federal funding to help. So the city of Chicago has been spending its own money to assist migrants. But as part of the city's latest round of funding from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, Chicago has been awarded $10.5 million to assist migrants. The state of Illinois as a whole is gonna get $19.3 million. Now earlier this year, the city of Chicago had requested nearly 67 million from the feds, but they only received 4 million. This latest round, still a fraction of the original request, falls drastically short of projected costs associated with supporting migrants. It has been almost a year since Roe v. Wade was overturned, and Illinois has been one of the states that's been seen as a safe haven for folks to access abortion care. And we're doing numbers. Planned Parenthood of Illinois has seen a 54% spike in patients seeking abortion care since last year. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that nearly 25% of patients traveled from states with abortion restrictions, mostly Indiana and Wisconsin. Also, Jennifer Welsh, who's the CEO of Planned Parenthood of Illinois, says the number of -of out-of-state patients needing financial assistance more than doubled since before Roe was overturned. The nonprofit provided over $1.5 million in support over the past year. We are really trying to meet the patient's needs so that cost isn't a barrier to care on top of the ban or restriction that their state has put into place. Welsh says Planned Parenthood is now also looking to expand gender-affirming care as surrounding states continue to restrict that. Between spring showers and these recent issues with air quality, I have been a fair weather cyclist this last week or so. If it's not one thing, it's another. And as always, there's the issue of traffic safety. Transit officials in Illinois are saying there's a growing number of vehicle and bicyclist collisions and cyclists being killed. My colleague Claudia Morrell is reporting that 35 cyclists were killed last year and a year before that, 34. That's not even counting the thousands of crashes that didn't end in death. So far this year, eight cyclists have been killed. Ronnie Islam is an organizer with Bike Grid Chicago, a group he helped create out of frustration with the lack of safety barriers for cyclists. He says enforcement only goes so far. City streets need to be completely redesigned. If we keep building poor infrastructure design decisions, then when drivers have the opportunity to speed or to break the law, they will. The group is holding a bike jam this weekend. Islam says it's like a party and a protest in one. And now for a few quick hits. Now that City of Chicago employees and public school teachers have been offered 12 weeks of parental leave, the president of the city's fraternal order of police is demanding the same thing for police officers. The Sun-Times is reporting that Johnson may not be able to deny this request, considering how vehemently he spoke about the subject last week. A new University of Illinois report is saying many state governments, including Illinois, lack adequate data reporting on homelessness. Recent data from the Illinois Department of Human Services count nearly 10,000 people living in shelters, transitional housing programs or on the street per night. But U of I researchers say insufficient data combined with a poor system for keeping tabs on unhoused people across the state has hindered how well Illinois officials have been able to address and reduce homelessness. And the Chicago based food delivery service Grubhub is laying off about 400 workers, which is about 15 percent of its corporate staff. Grubhub says the cuts will make it more agile and better able to invest for growth. As for Chicago, the company has 850 people here and another 2,000 across the U.S. The Sun-Times is also reporting on this. They're saying there will be about 120 layoffs locally. Now, drivers and employees at restaurants who work with Grubhub will not be affected. In the weather today, rainy and cool with a high in the mid to upper 60s. Yeah, I did not bike today. And that's it for The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.